Hello and welcome to Side Dish. I'm joined by Brady Steffel, my co-host for this uh, week's podcast of all the things you want to know about Longmont, not necessarily the things you need to know about Longmont. So welcome in, Brady. Well, thank you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> He's the longest running uh, sidekick in this uh, podcast, which is not to say too much, really. I'm the longest running sidekick. Yeah. So oh, you've been you're the longest. Get yeah. Eventually? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought just recently I was called a co-host. And you're co-host. Well, yeah, co-host, sidekick. You're holding on kick to some side. executive privilege. Yeah, I'm get exactly. There's no the executive group. privileges. But welcome in, okay, everyone, well. and thanks for listening. You can catch us on um, anywhere you get your podcasts, such as iTunes, Podcast, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, or Stitcher. So please subscribe and tell your friends about it. I uh, wanted to ask my co-host about his weekend, so tell me a little bit about your weekend. How was your weekend this past? <laughs> weekend was lovely. Uh, we didn't do anything. Uh, I, I hate to say it because we love to at least do a little bit of something, but uh, with the cold season coming up on us, we got we got kicked around, so we sat in front of the TV in our pajamas a lot. That sounds like fun. And it wasn't so Were you able bad. to get outside and do anything? I think I mowed the lawn, you know, did the dog duty, yeah. that, that type of thing. Kelsey pulled the tomato plants out because the weather's really going <laughs> to... The weather, man. Yeah. Wow, Thursday. So, that is a shock. I'm, so, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking coming up. Oh, my mom just called. I'm thinking, <laughs> sorry, mom. I'm thinking coming up, uh, the trees are just going to all of a sudden boom, drop. So, yeah, all the leaves are going to be yeah, gone, I so, imagine, this week. So. I really. Yeah, I got ready for the, the weekend. <laughs> I mean, I got ready for the fall or the winter, if you will, uh, cold snap that's coming this Thursday. With uh, doing some roof work and doing some pulling out my tomatoes and finishing my sod project. And, you know, I had that wonderful um, incident that I told you about, Brady, where I uh, got on the roof and I was about to not remember my cell phone. But thankfully, because of my friend Don, I remembered to bring my cell phone. And that was great because I accidentally messed up the ladder and I lost the ladder. So I was stuck on the roof and called my wife, Sandy, several times to have her come over and adjust the ladder. You told me the story, and I don't understand the specifics of how you lose a ladder. Because it's parked by a bush. So it's like you have to push it against the dogwood bush to get it fastened securely on the side of the house. (laughs) So once you let go of that, you know, if you step off the ladder, all of a sudden the bush pushes the ladder out. And then it like fell down on the ground. Safety first. It is safety first. Safety first. All right, let's do our spin around Longmont. Uh, we got lots of things going on that we both checked out this week. Uh, we have a few things that have opened, a few exciting things, and one of one thing we wanted to talk about. So starting with the Village of the Peaks, we've got Nothing Bunt Cakes, which started up. Again, the bunt. It's a great bunt, uh, bunt cake. And there's nothing better than a good bunt cake. Well, you can say that. I don't know. It started out in Las Vegas uh, with two women, uh, Deborah and Dina, or Dana. Probably Dina, I'm you guessing. Need, you need your readers? Las Vegas in 1997. I really do need my readers. <laughs> um, and they decided that they would, they were they were pleasing their friends and family, you know, as the story uh-huh. goes, you know, about baking and such. And so... They said, everybody said that their cakes were delightful, so that's where the chain was launched. Well, and hey. so now we have a new chain in Longmont. They do pretty exceptional cake. So well, once in a while when your, family, when your family tells you they like your food, they mean it. Yeah, but you know, I've had friends where I've made pizza for them, and they're like, you should open a restaurant. Yeah. And I'm like, are you insane? Typically, There's no, no way I could feed, like, the right. lunch crowd right. with my three pizzas that I get out of the oven. Or right. Yeah. I mean... You ever read uh, Kitchen Confidential by yes, Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's like, <laughs> he's like, there's no way. If your friends tell you you should open a restaurant, don't. Yeah, exactly. It I was, mean, it's just the craziest thing in the world. So that's insane. 
So the next one is Roboto on Main Street. Roboto so that's over the Kirby old, the Kirby vacuum place where if, if you're not familiar with Longmont or you've driven past on 287 and 3rd and Main, there is that big sign that says technical books or it used to say technical books and the people. It's a technical now it just says and the people. And that whole say. building is being renovated and <laughs> one part of it is this fascinating group, Roboto. So you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, so the Roboto's down there. And uh, by the way, I talked to him and he's, he actually said that he can't just change what's on that marquee. Like, the, that's, a, that's a city thing he's got to take care of in order to... Oh, yeah, sign ordinances yeah. as they are and so, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that was yeah. so it says, and the people, and that yeah. just has to stay like that until this, you get some sort of city approval. Uh, yeah, so I went down there, and there's a guy named Jal- Jalali Hartman, and forgive me if I got that a little bit wrong. Could we, could we do a GoFundMe campaign to get rid of the sign? To just we get probably rid of the could, sign? yeah. We well, I could just could. put something better than and the people. Up. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, no, I mean, it's yeah. fine. So they're at 251 uh, Main Street, and yeah, like Eric said, it's the old Kirby vacuum place. And th- it seems like this guy, if I, if I got everything remembered correctly, he was in marketing, but he was sort of on the algorithmic side. Uh, he wound up getting pulled into this other life of, of AI and robotics and kind of these, these cool features, these cool different things. And he believes, uh, as the, the Google CEO has said, that artificial intelligence will be more impactful than electric- electricity coming up in the future. So that's kind of where he's at. Um, and so he does a lot of interesting stuff. It's, it's typically prototyping, though he does have a small amount of uh, commercial goods that you can go in and buy. So if you take your kids in, there's a couple little kits. It's not like a, a huge showroom, but mm-hmm. I think there's mm-hmm. like pretty cool if you want to take your kids in for something like that. Don't expect a huge selection, but there's like a $10 kit, $200 kit, and you can build a little robot for the kids. So that's neat. That's really cool. Uh, but like typically he's doing prototyping, and for example... He's helping somebody make up a heated and cooled pillow. So the person would, all of a sudden, it would adjust automatically to their uh, head It's going to be, it's actually, well, I mean, maybe, but I think ultimately yeah. it's going to be voice controlled. That would be the most awesome thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that's, yeah. it's like, yeah, oh, gee, I'm too hot. Yeah. I tell you, all night long what I do is I flip my feather pillow over yeah. again and again and again and again. I don't oh, sleep. Yeah. I don't sleep I it under my head. I, I over my head, and I, I bought it specifically so it would be nice and heavy. And I just flip it over all night long. And having something like this where I wouldn't overheat, be kind of cool. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. What a great thing to do with that. So yeah, check out Roboto over there on Main Street. It looks like two fifty one Main Street on the corner there. And I'm so excited to see some new things. Kind yeah, of it's being definitely injected into downtown. new blood. It's definitely yeah. new Longmont. I mean, there is a, a new Longmont and an old Longmont. This yeah. is definitely new Longmont. I mean, people would maybe go to Boulder or Denver for kind of like thinking about doing AI or yeah, something like that. And now, now he's amazingly, here. Yeah, yeah, and he's saying like here. he doesn't, he would like to see Longmont have an ecosystem for that type of stuff to yeah. build up. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you got some cool prototype, he's done a bunch of other stuff too, including like a rover build that he was showing me. It's, it's pretty wild. Uh, they're going to test it out, I think, in the oil and gas fields. It, it's pretty nuts. So he's doing some really cool stuff. And if you're into that kind of thing and you think Longmont should have that kind of ecosystem, go check it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I would love to see this this area, just in general, not just Boulder, but Longmont, too, have capacity for that kind of thing. Agreed. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's go over to Westside Tavern. So Westside Tavern over there on 3rd Avenue. So some people might remember, the old timers remember it was Richard's. It was Richard's this on third. Mexican restaurant, if you will. And... Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was an interesting, um, take on, yeah, yeah on Southwest or Mexican food. If you I, I ate there and it was, 
Yeah. It was a restaurant. But now it rocks, it seems like. Yeah, Westside they Tavern are, is did, rocking. He's doing booming yeah. over there. Um, yeah. actually, and actually... Good know, beverages. Excellent beverages. Yeah. And uh, it, it shows because of the, the amount of people he's got over there. I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit. I'm going to stay political here. I'm a little concerned that where, that where that's at, after people have a couple of those nice drinks, that somebody's going to come slotting out between two cars oh, and yeah. it's going to be a bit of an issue. Um, I don't know that I really want a crossing there, but I mean, we might actually need a crossing. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. My wife and I used to go to Richard's a bit and then you'd come out, like you said, there's that kind of blind, it's like kind of a blind it's, corner right there. Yeah, it's weird. And if you walk out, like all of a sudden somebody's going to be whipping out yeah. on Third Avenue. Yeah. And people aren't expecting that. Yeah. It's not been there long yeah. enough. And, yeah. and especially on Friday night, Saturday night, it's dark and, um, it, it's just a little bend right there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they are... Doing a little bit of renovation, and it's it's kind of weird because it's this old building and there's not a lot of space. And um, I've been asked more than once what the heck's going on there. And they're s- just adding on an extra hundred square feet of space so that they can move the bathrooms to a more reasonable spot. Because right now it's sort of in the middle of the dining room area. It's, it was a really yeah, yeah. small area, yeah. and I think then they can reuse that and they can make that area bigger and probably have nicer bathrooms. So that's that's that. And I did poke around there a little bit. I took a, a, a look and. He, they're pretty consistently updating and doing new things, and I, I like it. It's a it's a cute little spot. I, it's really awesome, and they, what they've done to the place <clears throat> is amazing. I mean, it always had that cool patio, yeah. But the indoor inside is now like when it was Richards, it was pretty difficult to envision yourself like eating in <laughs> there because it was so tiny, so so tiny. Yeah. And it so they it's, it's still tiny, but it's it's just different now. Yeah, they it's just food, a different vibe. Yeah. That kind of stuff, and yeah, they're gonna have a little addition, so it'll be a little bit bigger, yeah. maybe a little bit easier. Because my only gripe with the place is really that it's hard to get a table. So um, yeah, yeah. We'll say yeah. there's a, a lot of nice cars parked out front. There, yeah, there are. So, yeah, wow. so yeah. that's really cool over on there on the west side. And then we uh, wanted to talk about Aloha Trading. It's a consignment store on Main Street, and. Yeah. Uh, hello and goodbye is what one thinks yeah, about when you thing. think about Aloha, and, and so they're kind of what do they say? You you let go of something and yeah. you say hello to something else. Because it's I think it's a nicer consignment shop, mostly clothing, mm-hmm. men and women's. I think probably a bit more women's, like like most of those places, most consignment shops. Um, and I yeah. can't envision where that is between third and fourth. Uh, Aloha, and I think I, got I don't have that on my screen here. Well, right we'll, find me, uh, we'll find we'll, it. We'll definitely but, let you know. But. Yeah, so what the idea is that you would go ahead in, it's at 356 Main Street, uh, you, you let go of something, so you're saying you gotta buy it to an old piece of yeah. clothing through consignment, and you can go in and buy something new. And it's kind of like upper end kind of stuff. I mean, it it's not nicer. expensive, expensive, but it's not also right. my rags from 1978. No, it's okay. not like, no. I think it's a nice, it's a cute little place I went in. Um, I, I mean, you gotta be in the movie. Nice. Holding shop, right? Yeah. You don't just go exactly. around. <laughs> All right, and two other things here as we whip around town. Um, Brewing Market was closed on Sunday. I was going to have coffee there with my friend, and they were closed for renovation, which made me really excited because I don't know if you know this, but in Lafayette, their location in Lafayette, they serve wine and beer. Oh, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, and so I thought, ooh, maybe they're going to do something really cool with the one in Longmont. They're going to bring wine and beer here. And and actually, it turned out to be vinyl chairs. Vinyl chairs. from all intents and purposes, it looks like that's what they did, and okay. and I thought to myself, you had to close for the entire furniture renovation. But well, you don't want to you don't want to sock anybody in the head with the. That's know, probably true, but there was like two couches, so. Well, but anyway, I don't know. but maybe there's other things to come. I'm not sure, but there's there's that thing about the brewing market, and then finally, Convivium Marketplace. Yeah, and I and that is over on. 
what is it, 628 Main Street. So, yeah, so it's just kind of yeah. north of what the Dairy think. Queen. Yeah. yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's in that area. So it's, I mean, there's there's the Main Street corridor, and then it sort of peters out, right? The, the look of old Main Street sort of stops, and I, I will admit that you get to the pump house or so, and you say, all right, well, I'm going to turn around, I'm going to head back to the car, I'm going to head home. And just north of there, actually, there's been a little bit of revitalization, because Longfield Pub is up there on 7th, or uh, on Longfield Peak, I guess. Yeah. And then across the street, basically, from Longfield Pub. There's some interesting things happening. One of these is uh, this Convivium Market. Yeah. Uh, I have that right, right? Convivium? Convivium, yep. Because I, I literally just came from there. I was out walking this and was like, what's this neat place? Yeah. And they call themselves um, a purveyor of fine foods or something along yeah. those lines. Uh, yeah. Like as I just came from there. Uh, I don't remember their slogan. But they, it's a cute little shop. They make a whole bunch of stuff in-house. So they're selling what they're making in their kitchen. That's really cool. And so they make this. So he brought cold-pressed Turkish coffee. And so he went on, I think the guy's name was Ira, if I've got that right. And he was talking about their process. So this stuff comes in an old wine bottle. And he said that they recycle these from bin 46 and from sugar beet. So yeah. they get the old wine yeah. bottles, okay. and they, they sanitize them. Well, like, let's hope so. Yeah. Like, as you do. And then, <laughs> as, one, uh, as one does. As, yeah, as you, you'd hope, right? Others. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they make this. That's a pretty generous pour there. So we're trying this, this on this, air, drink, too. So yeah, yeah. You, you uh-huh. drink this little one. I'll, I'm happy to just, yeah. I drink espresso awesome. all day long. So, yeah, so they make this uh, cold, cold-pressed Turkish coffee, and he said that they, they have the item. I can't think of that. There's a, yeah, right, spice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I making, like it. Making face That's awesome. Drink. But yeah, I, I oh, it makes his face is like it's good. <laughs> yeah, it does have spices. It's got to have like some cardamom or something in it. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at that right off the bat. Wow, what's in the ingredients? Well, cardamom. Yeah, yeah. the nose on this one. Yeah, Unifile it's too. good. That's really awesome. I actually really liked it. So, can I ask you how much you pay for that? I think this was eight fifty for the whole bottle. Yeah, it's not so bad. No, it's yeah. like I wasn't sure. You, know, yeah. you just don't know. Well, if but you think they, about iced coffee, is like three bucks for. Right. A, I don't feel bad. Sixteen ounces. And he said this is really just meant to be one of those things where you want to mix with milk, mix with milk. You want to drink it straight, drink it straight. You, you, you do you. Take care. Like just whatever you want. And I'd say it would probably lend itself to that really well. <clears throat> it's not bitter. It's a really smooth drink. Um, mm. He said they haven't done a lot of marketing, so if anybody out there is listening and they like coffee and they want to try out some of these local goods, I'd, I'd encourage you to head on up there. It's a cool little store. So what else do they have? Um, I looked like they made some sauces. Uh, kombucha, he said he's got a whole bunch of fermented stuff. Yeah. They're going to work their way into non-fermented drinks, alcoholic drinks, I think, too. And I think they had some sauces and stuff. I didn't have a lot of time, so it was like, I got So do. I know that the other person who's up there is the guy who used to own or knows or worked in Raquelli's, which was an Italian restaurant on Main Street. And so that they, I think they're selling the kind of the Italian spaghetti sauce or some products yeah, there. Kind of like take and go kind of thing. Yeah, there was right? some red yeah. sauce in yeah. jars there. And it's, yeah. it's all stuff that they make in the house. Um, yeah. I like him. He's definitely also very new long run. Nice. So, yeah, he said he moved up here a couple years ago. I think he bought a house a couple years ago, if I got the story yeah. right. Um, seemed like a pretty nice guy uh, making this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm happy to see it. it. It is a little bit of a challenge, that area, because yeah. traffic changes real drastically right there. It's like it does. It's sort of you get past the pump house, you're like, well, I'm done, and then you take off. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think they'll... And then really, if you think about it, you go up further up, up there, it's like you get to... the There's a co-working space there on 7th now, I think, yeah. is what you were saying. And yeah. then Tasty Asia. And yeah, it, it's... it's it you know, starts it's just to be really mixed. Yeah. yeah. And I know, I know the city's got a plan. And I think at a later date, we should get into what the, the plan for the Longmont... The, the old town corridor. Exactly, and I, we hope to get a guest about the from the Downtown Development Authority 
you know, Kimberly McKee to, to join us and actually talk a little bit more about what's going on in downtown. We think that'd be really awesome. Yeah. So we're, we'll look forward to having some guests with us. Because it, it does seem like, I mean, we, we focused a lot on Old Town, but there's so much changing. It is. And it's, it's, and it's such a cool place to be. So, yeah, we'll have to go yeah. walk somewhere else in town so that we're not just over-focused here. Yeah, I was at the Bundt Cake place, you know, so we're yeah, yeah we're, we're kind of going around, but yeah, we're going to have to definitely go to some other places too, just to make sure we're equitable about the city. Yeah, for sure. All right. So that um, is kind of our quick spin around town. Um, yeah. We wanted, we, th- we like to do something too in our podcast, which is the deep dive. And this is where we discuss an issue or an aspect of the community that's either changing, evolving, or something's happened to it. And the one thing we wanted to talk about today was the Performing Arts Center slash Convention Center initiative, if you will. Right. So there is this coalition of organizations that formed. and um, I have the list of organizations. Yeah, go ahead. So it's the Centennial State Ballet, the Longmont Chorale, the Longmont Concert Band, the Longmont Symphony Orchestra, Longmont Youth Symphony, and Long's Peak Chorus, which have all come together. And now they've actually got a 501c3. Mm-hmm. They've got mm-hmm. status. And they're... Based start of this feasibility. And for those people who don't know what a 501c3 is, it's a nonprofit status recognized by the IRS. So probably yeah. good to throw. <laughs> Eric and I both work with the, the nonprofit community yes. a lot, yeah. and so that's just just talking about statuses. So um, yeah, so this coalition came together, and really was this this idea that does Longmont need an, uh, a performing arts center? And the other part of it is is that does. Um, Longmont need a convention center because they, as some may or may not know, we actually used to have a hotel that had a pretty sizable convention space in it, and that hotel sold and the convention space is no more. So there's this thought from people that visit Longmont and other places, do we need a convention center to kind of replace that? So if you're going to host a meeting of 400 to 1,000 people, that's extremely difficult here now. Right. There is really no large space. And I would say read a conversation we're just having with this Roboto uh, yeah. Wally. Like if he if you really want to have a an area where you can do that kind of stuff then yeah, yeah. there's there's definitely a case to be made for the convention center side of it. Yeah, so where it stands right now is there's a, a, a consulting firm that was hired and so they're doing a feasibility study to see <clears throat> if Longmont can support a convention center slash performing arts center. Yeah, I think they considered a mid size mid-size performing arts yeah something like that so i mean there's lots of places or lots of communities to draw upon when you look at this work right and so it's a company out of chicago johnson consulting and they've worked in this arena if you will um and so really they're going to come back to the community and report on the results and so we just don't know i mean it could be that we either can't support a performing arts center convention center or we can we can support one of them or we can feasibly raise money for performing arts center, or we can't, or we can support a convention center. We can't, so or really maybe it's com- exactly. There's like many different tracks there, and yeah. what's really exciting about it is, is that they come into it thinking that it's kind of a blank slate, like they don't know right. what where it's going to go. But right. I know that the people in Lapai, you know the the coalition there obviously want a performing arts center yeah. that's what they're they're yeah. really hoping for and i think there isn't anybody in town who would say hey i don't want a performing arts center right and there's other communities close by that are supporting uh, a mid-sized performing yeah. arts center. so it's it's more along the lines of managing it like who the heck would manage it it's is okay. it lapai is it somebody else right. and really 
So there's two aspects to it. If you do the performing arts center, if that comes back and it says, hey, you can build a performing arts center, yeah. who kind of manages that? And that's another aspect that would have to be overcome too. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. A, a bunch of hurdles, but I think Fort Collins is something similar. Mm -hmm. I think, it, and maybe that's where I went to see a musical once. Would that be the same place? Yeah, so this, uh, well, I, uh, the Fort Collins has a uh, event space too. Yeah. And, and then of course, Greeley has their, their yeah. the Colony Civic Center. And, and obviously Boulder's you know, got something. So, yeah, And we're all about the same size. I mean. Boulder mm -hmm. is it's Boulder's about the same size, and then you look at Greeley. I mean, the direct link to yeah. our same population. So I think that's really the argument space. that the the, um, the art side of things has been making is that look the communities our size have been supporting this type of thing. Yeah, and so why not Longmont? Well, and I think the advocates on that side would also say that you know you can get a lot of performing arts, you can get lectures and other things that would right. fill larger arenas. Or spaces that we just don't have right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's it's pretty exciting. I mean, really, again, it goes back to all the things that are changing in Longmont that are pretty fascinating. I mean, we have this really cool museum, and you know, the Longmont Downtown Theater, which used to be a movie house when I was growing up. Movie house, wow. Movie like, house. Well, like inject a... that vernacular from the '30s. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ah, cool. I yeah. used to go to the movie house. And you're but, yeah, exactly. No, so it, you know, it used to be a movie theater, and so it's really pretty cool that they're doing a lot of neat things over there as well. And so we're just seeing the art scene really. We're seeing a lot of stuff really blow up in Longmont, which yeah. is, I mean, a big part of why we decided to do this. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was a lot of new Longmont. There's a lot of things that people who are old Longmont too would be interested in having. I, I still think. I mean, you've been here your, your whole life. Yeah, yeah. Just so. about. I've tried to escape a couple of times, but I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> made an effort. Yeah. Good and keeps pulling you back. But everybody can benefit from this sort of thing. And so we'll see what the feasibility study says. You know, I'm not going to weigh in personally. I, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Exactly. And, um, you know, if you have comments about that or comments about the show, you certainly can reach us at Facebook. Um, so look for Side Dish Longmont or Side Dish, I should say, on Facebook. And also, also, if you have any comments, you can email me at Eric, E-R-I-C, Hozempa, H-O-Z-E-M-P-A, at gmail.com. And let us know about what you think of the show or if you want us to track down any information about Longmont uh, that you want to know. Um, and then also we are looking for music to play during our um, podcast. And we would love to hear from you if you have a local act or if you have some music you want to share and share the story of, of how that music came to be. That would be awesome. So I think we have time to go around and look at our uh, events that are going on. And one of the things you wanted to talk about that has passed, but it has to be one of the coolest things in the world. Oh, is yeah. The, is the... Um, dogs enjoy dogs? afternoon reading. Exactly. Or, or deer. I mean, you this know. is just... This is just peak <laughs> cuteness right here. Uh, I saw a couple of pictures of this online, too, and it's it's trained dogs. And so they have children... <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry, I'm reading your notes. I've got these notes in front of me. Dogs don't judge or dogs? get frustrated. No. I, that's the, You ever... I, you ever watch people try to teach kids to read? It's it's kind of a miserable thing because adults, is. you look at a word and you can't yeah you can't help but read it. Yeah. If you see the word, boom, it's in your brain. And for kids, that's not it's it's all sounding it out. And so parents want to jump in, jump in, jump in. And I got a teaching background, and you have to give kids so much time. You do. And if you step on kids' toes like that, then a lot of times it'll shut them down. What's worse to me is have you seen an adult like try to read to kids too? Sometimes that's excruciating to watch. Is it? Oh yeah. In, like, I, what my, read, like, when my children were like, like no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I was reading War and Peace and it was pretty riveting, but 
No, I mean, I would go to my, my kid's school and I'd read, a, they had like a, a teddy bear picnic thing when the kids yeah. were in kindergarten. Okay. So I'd go there and read a book and, you know, and I thought I did pretty well, probably did abysmal, but there were some people that I was like, ah, uh, you know, right. you know, not to disparage other people, but I just was like, you know, I was better than that person. Sounds pretty so, disparaging. Yeah. yeah. No, so this happened on September 14th and basically uh, children are allowed to, to read to specially trained dogs. So it's good for tentative readers because dogs don't judge or get frustrated. Drop-in program, no registration. Um, deer dogs are registered, and guardians are always with the dogs. So hopefully next year this this comes around. It's at 409 Fourth Avenue. I'd love to see that. Look for that next September. I just thought that was just too too great to to skip. So um, no, it's cool. And then that was found in the LongmontColorado.gov site. So maybe if you could look at the the city website, it sounds like you can maybe find some yeah, information yeah. about when that comes back around. Right. And so. it can be hard to dig up some of this stuff. That's exactly. just such a kooky one. That is really cool. And I wonder if cats would judge. I would yeah. think cats would judge. You don't think cats would judge? No, I think if cats, well, number one, they wouldn't sit still to listen to a kid read. Well, but I think they'd be judgy. Yeah, yeah cats are yeah. very judgy. Yeah. I've got my, my cat's not too bad. Really? We got, yeah, we, we just got one for the Long Way Society not too long ago. And we, we specifically went in looking for a cat that would do well with the dogs. Yeah, of course. And of course. Um, yeah. so she's like super tolerant. You just yeah. pick her up and walk around. And Kelsey was uh, like running the food dehydrator and stuff the other day. And the cat just sits on her arm, you know, the little little floppy paws yeah. on either side of the arm, yeah. just, just walking around the house, just getting transported. She just likes to... Just hang out. Yeah, just yeah. really likes that's to cool. hang out. That, that cat, that's an exception. I think yeah, our cats cat, our cats are pretty cool too. Yeah, that way yeah. So some cat you, yeah. you really some cats to, are yeah you know a really. vetting process for cats for dogs I think yeah really just there's an intensive interview process for cats. I think. <laughs> All right, so we want to go to Halloween <clears throat> zombie shoot. Oh my god, Mama Pub- Police Department. Yeah, I mean how kooky is this? I think it's really pretty cool. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, I first of all, I didn't know that we had uh, like a shooting range in town. This is not really my my wheelhouse. The the whole gun thing, hunted when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, it's at the sheriff's office firing range and training facility. Exactly, like, and yeah. so I didn't know this was sort of an open to the public thing, but it is an open to the public thing, and they are going to allow. Well, they they set this up. Um, yeah, as a zombie shoot, you get like a a, a simulation rounds. I think they're marking rounds, CLC, where you hit the target. And you, you do a whole thing, and they've online, they've, they've got a pretty great description. The zombies have taken over the research facility. You must locate Dr. Myers with the antidote return to safety. Enter the research facility and clear all rooms of zombies using simunition handguns. If you run out of ammo, get infected, or fail to locate the antidote, then you have failed! Exclamation point. Take on the challenge. <laughs> It would take me all of five seconds to die in this game. Right. I mean, I don't yeah. think I'd be any good at it, but it says take on the challenge by yourself or with a chosen teammate. Uh, gear provided includes protective equipment, special effects, ammunition, handgun, and ammunition. No physical contact will be by or with the zombies. Good note. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, right. So we got this on the weekend of October 18th and the weekend of October 19th. So on the Friday nights... They'll be available from 5 to 10 p.m. And on Saturdays, it is from 1 to 10 p.m. And you have to register for this. So you can call them to see. Do you have a phone number? But I think it's a pretty long uh, website listing. Again, it's a, it looks like it's longmontcolorado.gov. Yeah, I would, um, I would look for the... Public Safety Department is look, looks like where it is under firing range. I would so definitely look for, yeah, it's departments, departments, yeah, NPC, exactly, exactly. Public Safety Department, firing range. The event is called Halloween Zombie Shoot. I mean, if this if you yeah. think this would be cool, I would definitely go try it. 
yeah, it's just super really funky. cool. Yeah. And we've got one more thing we wanted to talk about. Lapai, the same performing arts coalition, if you will, is doing a big band jazz and swing night. October 25th, it's a benefit for Lapai at the Fox Hill Country Club. Um, or Fox Hill Club. Sorry, yeah. it's not country anymore. It's Fox Hill Club. At oh. uh, 6 to 10 p.m., $50 of admission. Yeah, and I think it's like a donation, probably a suggested donation thing. Um, yeah. Look pretty cool. Like there's there's only so many of these kind of fun date things. I know we've talked about going to crackpots and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and doing that sort of thing. But this is classier, and it, and it comes with a few different things. Uh, I think it comes with like an hour of dance lessons. I'll, I'll pull this up for you. But it's uh, it's big band jazz and swing night. You get one hour of swing dance lessons from six to seven. Three hours of swing and big band music from seven to ten. Dessert buffet and cash bar. So it sounds like kind of. It sounds fun. like kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a yeah. fun night and support Lapai and. Right. Yeah, so your money's going somewhere decent and that yeah. type of thing. I'd also like to inject because we did talk uh, a couple of podcasts or two mm -hmm, ago mm -hmm. about uh, the Longmont's uh, Museum having the Dia de los Muertos event, and they they do have that. Excellent but, pronunciation too. I might have better than me. <laughs> Or better than I yeah, would. Yeah, a little rusty. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got that uh, October 10th through November 4th, the Longmont Museum. Admissions free. Uh, people of all cultures honor the memories of their ancestors in many parts of Mexico, South America, and the United States. El Dia de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead, is a time to honor and celebrate deceased loved ones. Um, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. And then if you look at the Downtown Development Authority site, there's lots of events going on related to um, Day of the Dead, too, as well. So I'd encourage you to check those out. Yeah. Um, finally, we had a correction from Chad. When yeah. we were talking about Safeway. We were talking about Safeway. Uh, east, uh, east of Longmont. Uh, I, we said there was... Apparently, you said, or at least you didn't hear that I said there was a King Supers There's across King the street. Supers. But I, I believe I said that there was a King Supers across right. the street. We and weren't telling everybody, anybody it was a grocery desert or anything like that. Right. And I, I was under the, I, I was kind of the idiot in this one. I thought, because I always go into Cambridge Animal Hospital. That's where I take my animals. And so I saw the King Supers closed down. And I, I, I do drive. I mean, right the Safeway past. closed down. The, yeah, the Safeway yeah. closed down. I drive right past the King Supers on the way yeah. there. So this is just me being a complete thickwit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you need some more coffee. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah. So anyway, yeah, there is. Uh, there's definitely King Supers up there. So um, you know, it's a well-served area of town. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I like King Supers. No, it's cool. Well, thank you all for listening to this uh, week's episode of Side Dish. Check us out next week, and please tell your friends about Side Dish and uh, check out the show on our Facebook page. And again, you can also subscribe on where all the places where you find your wonderful podcasts. So. Uh, please encourage people to subscribe, and we look forward to hearing from you next week. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, Eric. All Have right. Nice week. All right.